This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description. A practical prayer is a prayer that works. These discussions between Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence dive into the details of how it works and how to work it. Reverend Bill is a New Thought minister and the author of Practical Prayer for Real Results. Your new life begins with a new thought. Carol Lawrence is on a spiritual quest, finding the New Thought teaching after decades on the pulpit in three different traditional denominations. I've got some questions. Together, they're exploring the philosophy and activities that come together from many of the world's religions to create the practical spirituality that is New Thought. Welcome to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol here with Reverend Dr. Bill March. You got a big topic this and week. We're gonna, yeah, yeah. It gets. You know what? I thought about it, and it goes. Here's where it might have started, or at least one of the things came to me. I took a class with you back in 2020. I can see the page <laughs> that it was on the diagram with. <laughs> so I just can't remember, but you'll know how you go. Like sometimes you're up here, and then sometimes you're not and sometimes you it's like things that you know maybe it's like a level of consciousness or something and when you said it that day i'll never forget it i thought well once you get here i like thought you were here you know i didn't know you were like going down and in and out and all of that i thought like once i got this i don't have to worry about this anymore on to the next thing and what you're describing is the metaphysical teaching symbol which is a circle with a couple of lines horizontally through it and a thing in the middle that looks like a V. Yeah, I know that one, but you had us really off. Okay. Points. Yes, right. okay. Yeah, fine. usually yeah. that's the one. And the, but, the part in the top is about spirit, which is consciousness, which is where creativity happens and a new idea gets planted. And it gets planted in the part in the middle, which is the creative law. Using agricultural metaphor, the consciousness is the seed and the law is the soil. And it responds, and in the bottom section, which is form, is where that seed sprouts and the plant shows up and the new experience shows up in our life at its most simplest. And that's the entire process. And then, of course, the experiences that we're having down in the lower level are coming up that V-shaped thing, informing what we're thinking about, and that lets us start a new thought, which goes down through the process and creates something new in our lives. So that's the creative process. Look, I did the whole thing as though we're on the radio, and I didn't even have to use a picture. Or my hands. No, you didn't. (laughs) I didn't even use my hands. That's because you know it so well. You know, yeah, that's, I understand that one. I'm going to send you the picture I was talking about. It's a different picture? You know. Okay. It is. Well, that's the one in my head, so. But it's very much like, it's the truth, I guess, of this journey. There are times when we're really on it, and we got it, and we understand some things, and then... You wake up one day and it's not the same. You know, it's, you're not as, oh, I wouldn't say secure in it, but you have questions that yesterday you wouldn't think you would have because you got it all. Like it just makes so much sense today, but then tomorrow I'm not as, you know, high on it, whatever. That comes up a lot in this teaching and actually in this practice is that, and usually I use this phrase when I'm talking about affirmations, which is that it works right up until it stops working. And what happens is, you know, affirmations work until we don't believe 
that what we're affirming is possible. It's a little outside of our belief system, and then it stops working. And that's where we get to kick it up into a practical prayer, where we're partnering with the infinite to create that new experience in our lives. And that adds a significant amount of juice and sizzle to the affirmation. And then other things will happen, and what's showing up in our life is not like what we're setting as our intention in our prayer. And then it's like, as you're talking about, like, well, what's going on? I thought I knew this. I thought I had this locked in. I thought I was the guy. And then suddenly it's not doing what you thought it should be doing. And now what do I do? Because I, <laughs> I already I already kicked Ex it off. <laughs> exactly. Because you said just now it works until it stops working or until it's not working. I remember the first time I heard that. I'm like, I am not trying to eat it. <laughs> you know, I, I just want it to work. Listen, I'm not even just tell me what's I don't want to keep going over stuff. Right. Because I'm late to the party. First of all, let's just be clear. I am you were late, not to, late the to the party. You were just I'm not the trying. first part of the party in a different room. Okay. Yeah. But in my feelings, you know, I felt like I'm late to the party. So the least I can do is study and understand so that the next time I come to class or I, you know, see you or whatever, I at least got the last thing you said. Do you know what I mean? So you don't have to keep going back over and over. And sometimes I would like work till stop working. I'm like, what the heck is this? So I'm back to the book now. Listen, but there's so many moving parts, you know, to new thought and this whole understanding. It's which also makes it extremely fascinating. But there's no one day that you get it all. And then you think I'll go to the next thing, you know, because then you'll get mad because it's well, what the heck right. am I missing? Right. right. And when, when you started by describing this, you said that it was about eternity and maybe the one mind. And in that metaphysical teaching symbol, it's the circle, the whole thing. That's the oneness, that everything is that circle. And we're just looking at it, and that's got the triune nature. So it's got three different aspects, but it's still the same thing. It's the one. And that's the infinite. And as humans, we have a really difficult time wrapping our head around the idea of infinite. Like, I go all the way to the end, and then what? No, you keep going. <laughs> but then yeah, but then what? What's going. out there? And our... Everything in our experience shows us that everything has an inside and an outside, a beginning and an end. And, you know, regardless of how big the pasture is, eventually there's a fence. So that's just the way we think of things. And conceptually, we can do eternity, we can do the infinite, we can do one mind. But when it comes to our actual experience, we slow down. So I think it's experience by experience, maybe, because I came into the idea, I guess my first whatever that I would point to and try to understand that is in Ecclesiastes. It says, there's nothing new under the sun, which tells me that whatever is happening now has already happened. There's already a solution. I don't have to worry. Just, you know, just chill and try to stay awake and alert or whatever you want to call it until it is revealed to you. So I'm good with that. But then came the notion of oneness and one mind and blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, all right, I got it. <laughs> Nothing new under the sun. Eternity, okay, I'm in the middle of this eternity and I'm just flowing with eternity that never ends and whatever I'm looking for. If I don't see it, I just need to be calm and it will appear or it will be revealed or the, what is it? The scales will fall from my eyes. If you mm, want to be dramatic, dramatic about it and I'll see it. So I was happy with that, but to say it and understand it intellectually is one thing, 
to live it and walk on that street is entirely a different thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And as always, when you mention scripture, I like to make sure that we're going to jump into the metaphysics of the scripture. So it says there's nothing new under the sun. And if we think of the universe as being the macrocosm and the microcosm, microcosm is us. So we are continuing to reenact the creative process. In our individual consciousness, we set an intention and instill a new belief in our subconscious, which is our shared subconscious with everything. It activates the creative law, which then creates that new experience. Macrocosm, that's how everything works. In the beginning, nothing but the creative power, whether it's the Big Bang or scripture and God and whatever it is. Everything that exists throughout creation came from that one sharing and unfolding and revealing itself. So to my way of thinking, there's nothing new under the sun means that there's only that one. There is the oneness. On the macrocosm infinite level, everything that ever will be already is. And the pieces of it are coming together in different ways. That doesn't mean that there's not going to be a completely novel experience for Carol or somebody else who's listening to this podcast, because there's stuff that's never happened to us, stuff that we've never seen in the world around us, that suddenly through that creative process reenacting on our own individual level brings something new into being to create a new recipe for something that's never been prepared before or to build an invention that's never been invented before or a work of art or a piece of music or any of the other creative endeavors we're involved in for an accountant to figure out a novel way of categorizing the expenses and the income that's off to the cpas especially the creative ones there's definitely something new under the sun where I'm casting a shadow. So big picture, no, little picture, it's all new. I mean, it would be pretty ridiculous to call this new thought if we thought there's nothing new. <laughs> it's like, that's the wrong name. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying, but I guess from where I'm probably a few steps behind you, it just kind of works okay like that because if there's nothing new under the sun, it is to me that everything that was created or is created is already there and it evolves our consciousness or whatever unfolds my gifts to bring forth that which is already there is different than somebody else's gifts so you know what i do and what somebody else does may be the same thing but mine is going to be different but it all comes from spirit you know like when i design a course I don't ever think that it's, you know, whoa, did you see what I just came up with? <laughs> like this is right. You know, like I'm deep. No, it's not that. I just feel that at some point I connected or was in alignment and this unfolded before me. I could see it or I drew it in, whatever you want to call it. But it's all there, you know, and 40, 50 years ago, I mean, from now or 100 years from now, somebody's going to take the concept and you know, make it even more amazing or different or more appropriate than fits into their time thing. So I guess that's what I see as nothing new because spirit isn't new. You know, like I said, I'm just late. I'm just late to the morning. <laughs> well, I will, continue to, I will continue to disagree with you about that. Let's take a break. And when we return from the break, we will talk about the view of the same topic from quantum physics and Albert Einstein. Learn to put practical prayer to work in your life. The steps are simple to learn and let you begin to get real results to create the life of your dreams 
immediately. Reverend Bill Marcioni's widely acclaimed book, Practical Prayer for Real Results, gives you a clear summary of the new thought principles behind practical prayer and the series of easy-to-understand steps found in the most effective prayers from religions and spiritual practices all over the world and throughout history. Practical prayer is not a replacement for your religion or practice. It's a technique to make the work you do in consciousness even more effective. The book includes 40 prayers on various topics that you can adapt as needed and use as your own. Practical Prayer for Real Results is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook on Amazon or at b-the-light.com. That's b-the-light.com. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni and go for it. Quantum physics. And- e equals MC squared. Everybody knows that was Albert Einstein. And most people even know what the E and the M and the C are. E is energy, M is matter. C is a constant, which is the speed of light squared. And what that little formula means, and by the way, it's been proven to be accurate, is that energy can be transformed into matter, can be transformed into energy. Their energy and matter are on opposite sides of an equal sign. And the quantum physicists tell us that there is no additional energy or matter being created in the universe. It has all been here since the very beginning of time. Lots and lots of energy, and then that started having reactions and turning into matter and different kinds of matter and evolving and unfolding, and the periodic table got more complicated, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's the infinite. That creation is infinite. It's an infinite amount of energy, an infinite amount of matter, and they can be converted back and forth. So when we are creating something, we're not actually creating something new. We're converting something that exists into a different form. We're opening a channel so that that goodness that might have existed on Alpha Centauri for millions of years to finally show up in my yard. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. That's a beautiful picture. It also speaks to us in a way, or for me, in a way that sparks a level of humility because I I like everything I do, right? Most people, (laughs) I love what I do, right? And when I get finished doing what I do, sometimes I think that is so good. But at the same time, I'm thinking, I'm feeling really humbled to have come up with an idea or a way to express an idea that it's already out there. You know, it's not new. It's not new. And I get a chance to interpret it or show it or express it or explain it my way. But also I get excited that I know somebody else is going to take this and open it up even more. So this is kind of just like my little installment on, you know, something that spirit has, you know, put in motion or thought of or whatever forever, eternity past, eternity future. It's just like I had a, I had a little, chance to be part of it. And it's fun, especially for you. For you, it's a real rush to be able to put the pieces together and come up with a way to explain things that you haven't heard before. And when you tell them to people who are interested in hearing you talk, that they light up and they go, oh, now I get it. 
where there was confusion before, now there is understanding, and you get a kick out of that. Well, that's how the one mind shows up in lots of different ways. It's showing up through you, for them, in them, and then the cycle continues back because it is the fact that you're watching the light bulb over their head go on that drives you to want to do it some more because that's the fun part for you. That's the fun part. Then, But the not-so-fun part is what I was telling you about in the pre-show. I get the vision, right? I see what I want. I know, you know, and now I'm going for it. And I'm thinking, but wait a minute. Where's the part that makes this happen? <laughs> Where did I get this idea anyway? Okay, hold on, Lawrence. There's nothing new under the sun. Fine. Where is it? Right? And so then I'll go and I'll practice all of my meditation and everything that you're supposed to do to make it work and ain't nothing <laughs> But what just happened recently was that I just got so, I threw my hands up and I said, look, I'm just going to have to change this whole thing because my clock is running out. I don't have as much time as I thought. I'm just- For the project, you're not talking about life. Just talking about sure. No, no. just clearing that up for the people who are listening. No, I'm going to be here for a long time, but- (laughs) I know it because I got so much stuff to do. I ain't going to be going nowhere. Yeah, my clock, you know, was getting short. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to have to pull this off the shelf and do this. And I don't like that. You know, I don't like that idea because it feels like I'm not doing my best, my ultimate best, blah, blah, blah. So I went on to do something else and discovered the how-tos, you know, all Mm -hmm. that I needed. I already had. I just tossed it aside thinking that that wasn't relevant. And it was absolutely, totally relevant. It can't possibly be this simple. It It couldn't possibly be this simple. It couldn't be sitting there in front of me because then what would my skill is searching out little detailed things? And how would that use my skill? Well, (laughs) that's even deeper than I thought. Like, I'm just saying it was right there. And all this time I'm saying, spirit, show it to me. I know it's here. Show it to me. And then I'll go through a, a period where I'm really calm because I know that it's going to be there because it's right in front of me. That's my whole thing. You know, I tell people, don't worry. You're going to see it. It's right there. But I didn't see it. Until right. And it, it wasn't like it wasn't there. It kept on showing itself to you. And you said, no, that couldn't be it. That can't possibly yes. be it. I can't tell you how many times it showed itself to me. And I pushed it aside. And it was like there three months. <laughs> three months. Three months. If I do it three months ago, if I paid attention to it three months ago, my back would not be against the wall like I feel like it is now. And so I thought, okay, this really isn't about this project. It's about me and the way I am going about things. Yeah. And for whatever reason, you weren't ready to take it in that direction yet. So even though it was sitting there right in front of you, you didn't see it right there. Yeah. It's like, how many times have you gone through your purse or your pockets or the dresser where you you know that you put that card or those keys or the pen or whatever it was and you look in there six times you look in your handbag six times and it's not there and you say i should look in the handbag again you say no i've already looked in there and then you finally get around to it and you look in there and the seventh time there it is now the universe has a sense of humor but it does not have like the pickpocket sense of humor where it's actually going to slip your keys into the handbag after six looks. <laughs> What'll happen is you'll finally notice, oh, they're right there. They're right there. That's a scotoma, something. I think I'm saying it right, where something is, you're not looking for it, so you don't see it. And then somebody else is standing right there, there just appears. 
like I've heard the universe has a sense of humor. I don't particularly appreciate that because, you know, like, don't be laughing at me while I'm frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. But the other side of it is it's because I'm frustrated and whatever that I'm not seeing. Well, the universe having a sense of humor is not about mocking you for not getting it. It's about encouraging you to lighten up a little bit, to not take it so seriously. It's like, it'll happen. It'll show up. You will find it when you need to find it. And the less urgency and control you have about it, the more likely it is that it's just serendipitously going to show up in front of you. Uh, you're telling my life story to everybody. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm so ridiculously serious. I, myself sometimes, really. <laughs> I love it. Because I want something, you know, I want this to happen. As soon as I finish this, I can have fun. But right now, this is what's on the table. And I'll be walking up and down the halls thinking, okay, it's right there. Take a deep breath, breathe four times, sit in a meditation, get it, because it's right there. It's like not hidden. So why the heck you can't mm -hmm. see it, Lawrence? Well, and why is it that you think that once you get finished with this serious project, then you're going to get to go have some fun? When in fact, you have fun doing the serious projects. Okay. Yeah. That makes me even more bored. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> that I'm having fun doing the, you know, yeah, okay. I guess it's true. It's, true. it's true. So we're going to take a break. And upon returning, we're going to do a prayer for serendipity. Get inspiration in an instant. God calls are the gentle and uplifting moment of truth to help you remember that the bright light of God's love is shining right now as you. It's your God call with Reverend Bill. Start your two-week free trial today and you'll get a phone call four times a week from Reverend Bill with an uplifting half-minute message filled with insight, wisdom, story, and fun. Let your light shine. You can answer the call to listen to it live or let it go to voicemail so you can hear it later. After the free trial, your subscription is just $5.95 a month. The details are at godcall.org. God calls are disruptive, intentionally. Whenever you write something, put on a gold star. They take you away from your routine to remind you about the truth of who you really are. They come at random times between 8.15 a.m. and 6 p.m., so you won't be expecting them. And somehow, the message is exactly what you need to hear at the time. Magic is loose in the world. It's a moment of motivation in the middle of your day. Find out more and start your two-week free trial now. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol. And this is Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni and Serendipity. And we're going to do a prayer, and it's about serendipity. Now, that is not somebody named Sarah who has a weird last name. Serendipity is what happens when we think we're doing one thing, and it winds up turning into something really magnificent in a completely different direction. An example of serendipity would be if you are digging a latrine or building an outhouse, and you dig for a little while, and you get five or six feet down, it's going okay, and then suddenly he opened up into a cave, and there's a cave under the ground, and in the cave is a, just a huge amount of gold. Well, you didn't, go, you didn't go down there looking for gold. You went down there for looking for a place to stash the poops, and suddenly there's gold. <laughs> and serendipity is how it changes from one thing to another so instantaneously. 
So the prayer now is about serendipity showing up in our lives, individually for each of us and and differently for all of us, because there is one infinite creative power that creates everything. We call it spirit or God or nature, the Big Bang or George or Big Sweetie, whatever it is that we call it, it is that one which shares itself as and through and in all of its creation. Everything is that divine God love expressed in its own particular way. All of the activities that we are involved in, all the all the substance and all the energy, all the thoughts, everything that exists about us is that one expressed in our own unique and particular way. So everything that we are is that divine presence particularized as each of us. And so as we go about our daily activities and we set our intentions for the good that we wish to have filling our lives, we let loose the thought that those things need to be connected. We let loose the thought that those need to be connected. I am not going to do this over here to get that result over there. Now, there might be some activities that are that are required of me, some involvement that I will have, some steps that I get to take. But we're turning it over to that infinite creative power. So as we get the idea for the tone and texture and flavor and nuance of that new experience, that new activity, that new whatever it is that we're bringing into life, as we set the intention, as we get the idea, the inspiration for that, we let loose the idea that we know how to do it, or we have to figure out how to do it. We need to understand exactly what the steps are, what the recipe is going to be, what the procedure is for bringing that into experience. And that's what we take into prayer. And we turn that intention over to that infinite creative power that creates everything. It goes beyond our understanding, our awareness, what we believe we can do ourselves, and invites that infinite creative power that creates everything to create this newness. And part of it happens through the natural unfolding of events, and part of it happens through the guidance that we get of what is the next perfect step for me to take. Sometimes something that's completely obvious, ah, I know I need to do this now, and sometimes it seems like it's a complete distraction and it's saying to dig a hole when we think that we should be looking for gold. And we follow that guidance and we take the steps and we open and allow. We surrender our attachment to how we think it's gonna work and open ourselves up to that great creative power. And the divine creates that. And it's doing that for each of us. For whatever it is that we are setting the intention, opening our invitation for, the infinite is now creating that in our experience, opening the way for that good to appear in our lives. And each one of us is aware of the guidance. Each one of us, to the greatest degree possible, has that willingness and ability to step forward on that next new path, to take that next step, to take that next step after that, and to continue in that iterative process of knowing the truth, inviting that newness, and taking the steps. And then, bam, suddenly there it is. Whatever good we have been seeking has been seeking us, and we show up in harmony and connection with it. And that's how this good is unfolding in our lives. That's how love reveals itself more fully in the world. That's how the infinite creative power is creating on behalf of each of us and all of us. And I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the awareness of the process. I'm grateful for the way that this good is unfolding. I'm grateful to be able to speak this word and release it into that creative law and to know without any question, doubt, hesitation whatsoever that that law is already responding. It's already saying yes. And so I let it be. And so it is.
Practical Prayer Podcast with Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence is a production of BeTheLight.com. Be-the-light.com. Where you can find more information about practical prayer for real results. Our theme is by Music of Wisdom. You can learn about the spiritual community of New Thought Philadelphia with daily guided meditations, weekly celebrations of spirit, and Reverend Bill's classes in practical spirituality at newthoughtphilly.org. This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description.